Hi, my name's Leo WT, and you have found your way to the Conversations Podcast. This podcast exists to create safe space for spiritually minded conversations about life. Conversations exist to create safe space for dialogue and community. We desire to come together regularly and intentionally to generate conversations about life, belief, and the intersection of the two. Everyone is welcome as a part of the conversation. Josh, can you hear me now? Let me know if you can hear me, my dude. We'll see where we're at. See where we're going. Thanks for catching me on that, though, because that would have been a real bummer if I talked for the whole time and had no audio, so... <laughs> that would have been a real bummer. I'm just checking my feed here to see if people are logging on, see if you guys can hear me and see me okay. Eventually, I will do this from one stationary place, but... Today is not that day, so. <laughs> All right, we got audio. That's so exciting. Feel free to share this as you guys wish. Uh, my computer's been a little slow, so I'm not going to be able to share it, but that's all good. That's all good. Thank you so much for catching me, Josh. Like I said, I would have been doing this for a long time with uh, without anybody listening or hearing me, which would have been interesting. So um, not sure if you guys joined um, because you think I'm cute or if because you, you know, were engaged on the um, the live stream that we had going on on the ORGJC uh, server last night or, or what's going on. But I just wanted to kind of, <laughs> nothing happened before that was interesting, I promise. <laughs> it was just me talking while people got logged on, so. It's all good. Uh, so we'll start from here officially, right? So I'm Leo. Uh, this is Conversations. We're two minutes in, and the first thing that matters is being said right now. So um, I just wanted to talk to you guys. Whenever there's a big life event happening, a big cultural event, a, a thing that we're living through and sharing together, whether we want to or not, um, I like to go ahead and go live and see what people are thinking and see what people are feeling and just chat because the whole point of this page is to have a conversation. Um, so yeah, we are all pretty well aware of what happened last night. Like we all sat through this together. Uh, we, we sat through the election together and, um, it's not done yet. And I, I think that's kind of why I wanted to come live because, um, there's so many feelings that happens in the midst of like a big change like this, in the midst of a big moment like this. And I just wanted to come on and chat with everybody about it. Um, I was listening to a podcast while I was working out, which is kind of like where I get my inspiration most, uh, most days. So, um, I wanted to share with you guys something that I was reading, uh, that really, really struck me. Um, and you might've guessed it from the name of the video, but I wanted to talk about the morning after the apocalypse. So, uh, I've been strongly contemplating 
I've been strongly contemplating what to say, uh, what to put out into the world, what to put out in the conversations group at this moment, because um, that's the whole point of this group is to, to create conversation and, and to generate um, to generate dialogue about topics that are relevant and that are real. And so uh, I was I was at the gym and I was listening to a podcast just about it's actually about as you guys know, I'm a spiritual nerd. So I was listening to a podcast about the topic of hell, um, which is perhaps the only thing that could outweigh the topic of the election. Right. Um, And the word apocalypse came up and like instantly when it came up, I was like, (laughs) you know, like a scary conservative Christian memories here happening in my brain about the concept of apocalypse and like what it means and, and where we are today. Um, and so I just wanted to talk to you for a moment about that because I was listening to something that really, really got me thinking, you know, um, basically what, what happened is like, we're all, we're all fed this one image of the apocalypse, right? Um, and that is, it's this terrible thing to be avoided and to be dreaded. And we just live in existential doom of the second, you know, the other foot and dropping. Right. And I feel like that's where we are right now is we're in that moment of waiting for the other foot to drop. Um, and like, what do, what do we do to survive that space and how do we do it together? And so the word apocalypse is, is terrifying at first. And if I'm being honest, growing up in a conservative Christian household, uh, most of my nightmares consisted of me either being afraid of going to hell, uh, me being afraid of the rapture having happened. I'll explain that in another podcast if people don't know what it is. Uh, but also me being afraid of like the apocalypse and the end times and the book of revelations. Uh, Cause the conservative church, uh, conservative evangelical church can focus on that a lot. Right. And so uh, I kind of wondered what it had to say to us today. And I looked up uh, the first thing that I like to do, to be honest, the first thing I like to do whenever I'm reading like a Bible verse or I'm hearing like a spiritual topic or um, anything like that, I like to go back to like the original text that the Bible was written in because it's super important that you don't like, you don't read the Bible through the lens of like Western um, modernity because that's like not how it was written, right? And so to get some of the riches of the whole process, right? To get some of the riches of the whole message, like we got to strip it back a little bit and see what being said in the context is being said in um and i happen to go to school to be a pastor which is like weird flex when you're a queer person but i have the degree um and so i actually learned um like how to read and research words in the bible because our our language shapes our whole understanding of the world right so i went back to um the word the word apocalypse there's a, a book it's called strong's exhaustive concordance of biblical words it's a very big book uh it's very unsexy unless you are a nerd um but what it does is it takes and it assigns numbers to each of these words that are in the bible and you can use that number to identify that word you can use that number to see how many times that word appears in the bible and you can use that number to get the broader context of the word so we're not just reading the word in english we're reading the word in the original context um hebrew actually has like like i think it's like seven words for the concept of love so they're very nuanced and specific so in going back to look at what the Greek actually said about the word apocalypse, I definitely had my eyes opened a little bit to it. So um, the concept of apocalypse is just like the end of all things, right? And it's this cataclysmic moment in which the world ends. That's how it's talked about. But when you go back and you look at the actual word in Greek, it's a totally different word. Um, the Strong's number for anybody who's wondering is, is G601, which is like Greek, because it's in the Greek part of the Bible. Um, 
But what it actually means is it means an unveiling or a revealing, right? An unveiling or a revealing or a, a awareness, like a coming to an awareness. So signifies to uncover or to unveil. Um, and it's made up of a couple different root, root words. So I thought that was interesting because we're viewing this moment right now as like this apocalyptic moment and it is do or die and it is win or lose and it is black or white but what if we looked at this at this apocalypse that we're experiencing right now right 2020 is rough it's rough the election is rough COVID is rough um, racism is rough homophobia is rough there's a lot of things that we're dealing with culturally and it feels a lot like the end of something right it feels a lot like the apocalypse but what if the apocalypse could be something where it's not the end but it's it's a revealing of what should be next it's the end of what we knew and an uncovering of where we need to be going um what if that was the possibility that we're looking at and right now um i'm an anxious mess I've been an anxious mess. Uh, the Only on Regional Justice Coalition had a server going last night on Discord, and we were there, I think I was on that server from like 7 to 1, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m., talking with people, just sharing memes and like expressing anxieties, you know? Um, and then I woke back up at 5 a.m. and I was like right back on it, and to my surprise, people were right there. Um, so we were like sharing in this communal moment of anxiety. But, but what if like, yeah, we've got anxiety and yeah, it's valid. Like there's a lot of things at stake in this election. But what if we pause for one moment from just panicking? And what if we choose to orient ourselves to thinking about it as an uncovering of what needs to happen in our world to make our world a better place? Like a lot of it, we know that there are these big issues in our world that ha like that need to be solved. Like we're we're killing our planet, we are killing each other, we are killing democracy, we are killing people who are of different opinions, and there's all of this happening. But what if, instead of worrying about the one thing, like the person in power that we only have so much control over, we only have one vote over, what if we choose to look at this apocalypse? Is as an unveiling of like our plan for what's next and so the way that i'm trying to deal with my anxiety and instead of, instead of falling into panic and instead of falling into worry and instead of falling into despair what i'm doing personally is managing my own personal apocalypse here and seeing what is next and what can happen and what can we do and where can we go right and we all know that a president can only change so much right we all know that a president can only change so much so what can we do to affect things other than the presidential race in this time we can choose to build community on a discord server right we can choose to go live and just drop some some like positive or deep thoughts in the world those are my two things but there's a million ways that we can go about riding out this apocalypse what can we do personally to see this as instead of a cataclysmic end it's a cataclysmic unveiling of what needs to happen next i would love to see racism end, like you said susan um i would love to see homophobia end. i would love to see um, interfaith movements that rise up to move humanity to a better space by working together like i would love to see all of these things so now instead of worrying what i'm trying to focus on today is like how can i bring that about in my daily life how can i bring that about in my community how can i work towards those ends 
in uh, not only my my intellectual community, like my relationships, but my actual geographic community. Um, how can I engage with local government? How can I volunteer for local nonprofits? What can I do? What can I do in this moment? And I posted a quote on the conversations page yesterday from a good friend of mine, um, Kay. She is um, she's a disabilities advocate. She is a thinker. She is a deeply spiritual person, even outside of the context of religion. Just someone I really look up to in rough moments. And um, she ha she posted this quote the day before the election. And I, I want to share it with you guys again. It's on the, the conversations feed. It's on the conversations Instagram if you want to check it out. Um, but it says, uh, but she wrote, the only reason I'm not panicked about election day is because I believe in the power of the people. I believe in us and our ability to overturn systems. We must fight no matter who wins. We will win if we fight. And I think that's what we have to look forward to right now. Like that's where we have to take heart because we don't have an answer about the presidential election. We don't know what it's gonna be. It could be good, it could be bad, it could be neutral. Um, we have to take charge and find focus in this moment of apocalypse and choose what's going to be unveiled next and choose how we're going to act with their unveiling. Should and will are not the same, just like you said, Justin. Should and will are not the same. Um, and so what do we need to do to make sure that we will win? We have to keep fighting. Part of how we keep fighting today is we fight our anxiety by coming together. We fight our despair by trying to encourage those around us who are struggling. We fight our loneliness by engaging in a conversation with somebody, finding some sort of solidarity. And we fight the problems that ail the world by talking about those things in groups of like-minded people and figuring out how to do what we can in our sphere of influence. If your sphere of influence is Capitol Hill, ball in. We need you right now. But if your sphere of influence is special education in classroom in Bradford, Pennsylvania, what can you do there? If your sphere of influence is a social studies classroom in Salamanca High School, what can you do there? Um, if your sphere of influence is, uh, I'm, and I'm thinking of real spheres of influence of people that I know, but uh, I have a friend who, you know, is a, like a progressively thinking person, but currently they are like employed at a gun store. Um, and like, what can they do there? in that area. Uh, I have a friend of mine who's a really big nerd and loves gaming and computers. What can you do there to carry on the fight? And it's that sort of creative thinking that will change the world. And it's that sort of creative thinking that will pull us out of our own anxiety and despair. And it will turn the apocalypse from a negative into a true unveiling of the game plan of how we make the world better. That's my thought. The fight is endless, as Justin is saying on the thread. The fight is endless. Um, evil can hide and it will never be truly defeated. But we have to fight and we have to keep on fighting. And sometimes fighting looks like self-care. Sometimes fighting looks like going to a protest. Sometimes fighting looks like challenging your racist uncle. Sometimes fighting looks like giving five bucks to... Um, you know, a local nonprofit that needs it or a GoFundMe that is, is bringing about some sort of shalom or peace in the whole world. Uh, the way that we get through this apocalypse, the way that we get through the coming apocalypse um, 
in our world because I believe we have many like we all have these big moments where our world is irrevocably changed and the way that we get through them is to process our feelings our feelings are real and our feelings are valid and we have to process them because if not we'll self-destruct so first step in the apocalypse drink your water get some sleep talk about your feelings second step in the apocalypse find some community right find some like-minded people who you can vibe with because you cannot let yourself get stuck in the mode that you're the only one third step in the apocalypse we make a plan we make a plan to act or to think globally and to act locally we make a plan to act within our sphere of influence fourth step of the apocalypse is we get shit done and you can do that no matter who's in office and you can do that no matter how much money is in your bank account and you can do that no matter what your areas of interest are but what can you do today in the midst of this personal and statewide and federal apocalypse what can you do today to make sure that we are creating space for the unveiling and the uncovering of new that's where we're going with that's what we're going with right now and sometimes uh, on another note on uncovering right so 2020 has been a year of uncovering and we need to look strategically and not panic and we need to look strategically at what areas have arisen that demand our utmost attention immigration is demanding our attention police brutality is demanding our attention racism is demanding our attention right um uh, homophobia is coming onto the screen. It never really left, but but in terms of like Supreme Court rulings and stuff, homophobia, those things are demanding our attention. So pay attention to what the apocalypse is uncovering. Pay attention to the social trends that we're seeing because that teaches us what we need to do better in our schools and in our families, right? Think critically about what's being uncovered. Think critically about how to uncover a plan that can move us forward to a better future. There can be a purpose in the morning after the apocalypse don't give up hope no matter who wins we still know we still have uncovered work that needs to be done so i would encourage you that no matter who wins make a plan to act in your sphere of the world to change the world for the better because joe biden is not the answer donald trump is sure as shit not the answer uh jojo not the answer right the answer is lies in the power of the people to determine how the world will be that's where we're at that is what's being uncovered that is what's being unveiled how can we be a part of this move forward in the world how can we push thought process forward how can we push peace forward how can we push liberty and justice for all forward let's stop saying it let's start doing it let's start doing it justice for all should not be a controversial idea but how can we be a part of bringing those ideals out in the world right you start small you, th you think globally you act locally you think community-wide you act within your own heart you take care of yourself, you take care of your sphere, you come together and you build community to commiserate and you build solidarity for the movement. You think about what is being uncovered and what we need to do in light of that, and then you get shit done and you do it together. Power to the people, and there's so much power in a group of awakened and enlightened and passionate people. If all of us did what we could in our sphere of the world, the whole world would change. 
right? Our sphere is all encompassing if you add all of us together. So um, those are my thoughts uh, the morning after the apocalypse. I know the name is slightly hyperbolic, but that was the plan. <laughs> it seems like America's into hyperbole right now maybe a thing um i don't know but thank you guys so much for tuning in uh please feel free to share this um please feel free to comment on it please please feel free to use this in whatever way you can to help yourself or someone else get throughout the day um in case you didn't know this is conversations um we are uh, in, in in uh we are uh an intentional community of intellectually and spiritually focused uh, conversation opportunities, right? We are people that are coming together to find an intentional space to have deep conversations about things that affect our lives, both intellectually and spiritually, both our head and our heart. Um, shedding aside predispositions about who's in the club and who's out of the club and what prayer you have to say or don't. We are just coming together intentionally to have intellectual, spiritually minded conversations about life with no presuppositions. So that's what conversations is. Uh, that's what we are. That's what we're going to continue to do. So please like and share. Um, like the Facebook page that you're on right now and I believe you can turn on notifications so whenever we go live um, you can get those uh, you can check out the YouTube for videos you might have missed it's under conversations official on YouTube you can check out the Instagram for daily little quotes and thought-provoking things that are a little more visually oriented uh, under conversations official we have a podcast it's conversations official on Spotify uh, actually you can look us up on basically anywhere you get your podcasts right now um, but uh, Spotify for sure and Anchor. We're working to be on Apple as we speak. And you can also join the Conversations face, uh, Conversations Facebook group. Uh, we'll reshare these videos, but we also post different things to think about during the day. And it's a community-driven conversation. So whoever is feeling something, they post something and then we talk about it. But it's we're there to intentionally talk and think and be and live and exist on a deeper level. So that's what the Conversations Facebook group is about. I'm also very excited to announce that we're gonna be opening a Conversations Discord server um, where we can talk about different topics on there. Uh, I'm sure there'll be funny memes. I'm sure there'll be political things. There'll be different types of religious things. There'll be emotional things, all of these things so that you can come together and have a conversation uh, in a safe space with people. So that'll be happening soon. And I'm really excited for that. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm going to go back to work because I just do this for fun, if you could believe that. Um, tune in, log in, like, subscribe, and if all, if you need even more, shoot me a message, right? I'm here, uh, I'm here for the needs of the community, and I'm trying to do my part to take a, take a positive role in this moment of apocalypse and in this uncovering, and I'm trying to help us uncover a safe space for community and for conversation. Everybody have a great day. Bye. This has been the Conversations Podcast. Thank you so much for joining the dialogue. If you have any questions or comments on the episode about conversations in general, or just need some safe space to talk, join the digital community on the Conversations Official Facebook group and Facebook page. You can also find us under Conversations Official on YouTube and Instagram. And of course, please take a second to rate, follow, and share this podcast so that we can continue to build the conversation. I'm Leo WT. Thanks you so much for listening.